DM in tech online, JBA here, and welcome to bonus episode 10 of diversity and mentorship in technology, where we continue the conversation about diversity, mentorship, careers, and business in technology with our guest, Janet Rossback. Each episode, as you know, is tied to a show episode, so don't forget to check that out first if you haven't already done so. Now, one more time, introducing Janet Rossback again and getting into a deeper discussion regarding the topic of the week, mentoring young students. So Janet, welcome back. Thank you so much. So I wanted to dive in a little bit deeper in terms of your role at Baruch and the Executives Campus Mentoring Program. And I know you mentioned the program was already in existence when you started. How, I guess when you came in, your vision for the program and I guess to where it is today? Sure. So Executives on Campus was founded about 16, 17 years ago by um, a trio of Baruch alumni from the class of 1955 who really felt that our students could benefit from mentoring. And they started with 10 mentors and 10 students, and the program has exploded over the past several years. And we offer both an academic year-long mentoring program as well as three feed uh, mentoring uh, sessions a year. We call them Mentor for a Morning and Mentor for an Evening, where students are matched with mentors for 40-minute sessions and then rotate. We probably serve uh, somewhere between 1,000 and 1,200 students a year, and we have a stable of about 600 mentors uh, that are recruited both from our alumni network as well as by mentors into the professional community. So our guidelines for mentors is anyone with seven-plus years work experience for the academic year-long program or four-plus years work experience for the speed mentoring programs. And we target primarily juniors and first-year grad students to participate in the academic year-long program. And then it's a bit more open for the speed mentoring program. There is an advisory committee that consists of very dedicated volunteers who oversee the ongoing uh, programming and who are, are quite passionate about how we are serving the students. We are unusual in the fact that we have three staff people dedicated to the program, and we actually do individual matching as opposed to students matching themselves with potential mentors through an online system. We know a lot of other schools have programs where you self-select mentors, and that's fantastic. That's just not what we have at the moment. In terms of my innovation uh, to the program, I think we've streamlined a few processes. Uh, Operations isn't always sexy, but it certainly helps make things run smoothly. And I think we've also engaged more alumni with the program. Baruch College has 140,000 alumni and almost 100,000 in the tri-state area. And uh, I find that between 70, 80, or 80% of the alums I connect with, they are thrilled to share their expertise and their experience with the next generation of business leaders. So it really is about cultivating the community and finding good folks to, uh, to share their expertise and be those active listeners, as you said, to help mentor our students. I have a personal story from a friend 
colleague of mine who just going to the point of private colleges and, you know, how Baruch stands again, myself being an alumnus where uh, it definitely stands toe to toe with some of the other uh, private colleges and even some of the you know, the top tier prestigious schools. And I think Absolutely. one of the, yeah, but one of the things in terms of preparing students to compete on that level, she said, I remember she was trying to apply to Columbia, NYU, and she didn't, she didn't get in. She was devastated. And then she went to Baruch. Uh, I think she was a year or two behind me in the MBA program and, you know, the best decision she made in her life. So it's definitely evident that, you know, for students listening in to to DMIT that, you know, if you don't get into your first choice, I know I didn't, (laughs) or, or your second choice, you know, look at the options um, and, and realize that the opportunities are there in terms of what you see, right? So keep your eyes open, keep aware. And I think the individual matching that you mentioned here is pivotal because if you, sometimes you're growing up as a student, you don't know what you want, right? And you may find, oh, uh, I don't know who should be the right match for me. And I think the individual matching you mentioned here is, is definitely something people should listen into uh, in terms of something that works. And I think it works on, on many levels. You know, one of the, one of the things that I find is that one really must invest in oneself and not expect the world to provide opportunities to you without uh, without that investment. And no matter where you go to school, it's what you do with your time there. It's how you connect with your faculty. It's how you connect with your classmates. It's how you get off campus and integrate with the world um, beyond uh, beyond campus. It's about getting internships. It's about going to museums and going to movies and going to cultural centers and going uh, to music concerts and really living a life in a 360 degree sort of fashion because it's the synergies between all of those different areas of one's life that really can be um, the, really the most exciting. So that's just my personal philosophy, but it's about being curious and um, and to find out what your academic institution offers, um, what sort of programs, what sort of services, traveling abroad, experiencing life in a way that you're not familiar with. All of this will add to the complexity of your personal fabric and will make you that much more interesting as an individual and as a potential partner in an entrepreneurial venture or a new company um, or, uh, or other community. Quick question, which is kind of a two-part question. Now, do the, the mentor programs apply to both undergrad and graduate students? And is this speed mentoring, which I think is if I'm correct, the 40-minute session versus the, the year-long session, what are some pros and cons to both? Sure. So, uh, so yes, it's open to both undergrad and grad. And um, about the academic year-long program, uh, I think some students may see it as a means to getting an internship or a job, and the partnership may dwindle. The connections may become fewer once that that job has been acquired. And that's where we really ask our mentors to step up and to uh, reach out to the mentees and say that our conversation isn't finished. The mentoring relationship, um, uh, it, it is not just about getting the job. It is about continuing to stretch as an individual, to continue to think about uh, where there could be additional work on, whether it's 
individual polish or skill set or getting to know New York City, you know, getting out of the classroom um, because that those experiences are also very valuable. So I would say that's one of the challenges for the academic year-long program, but we really do rely on our mentors to help extend the relationship. And in many cases, those relationships last for years, sometimes many years past uh, the student's graduation. Regarding the mentor for a morning, mentor for an evening uh, session, I think some of the, the challenges is that after 40 minutes, you really are getting into the guts of the conversation. And then we ring a bell and it's, it's time to switch gears. But we find that many of the mentors do give the students their business cards and conversations do continue offline. And so we really are creating opportunities for relationships to develop. In many cases, again, uh, mentors continue to mentor the students and, and meet with them um, for years to come. Amazing. I'm going to switch to going to something personally that you do in your free time that I saw, Journey Dance. Now, I checked out the website. It seems like an amazing experience. I obviously don't necessarily do yoga, but I am an athlete and I, I do run every morning. And keeping your mind, your body, uh, and spirit in some instances fit is a good way, as many entrepreneurs will tell you, to succeed, right? They keep everything fit. How, tell us about Journey Dance and, and personal experience there and, and what you do. Sure. So Journey Dance was developed by a fabulous woman named Tony Bergens about 20 years ago, and she's been teaching it all over the country, but her center is at uh, Kripalu, which is a yoga and wellness center in the Berkshires. And it was there during a noon dance class that I first interacted with it. It reminded me of when I used to go to the Saturday night dance in high school and just would dance really, really hard to Depeche <laughs> and In Excess and Duran Duran, and I realize I'm aging myself, but I found such relief through dance. And so Journey Dance really is a way for an hour to shake free the drama and the troubles that you may have in your mind and reconnect with your body. In many cases, uh, I know I, for one, think my identity and my, my myself resides above my collarbone. And really to be able to have uh, the chance to just dance freely, there's no choreography, there is guidance. Uh, in terms of recommendations on how to uh, respond to the music, but it really is just a chance for you to um, be free and connect with your, your mind, body, and heart. We, we celebrate the self. We celebrate the empowerment of oneself and how we all can get over our bad selves and be the best version of ourselves. Um, we all carry so much with us these days, and stress can express itself in so many different ways. And having good music and open and non-judging community of fellow dancers is a great environment uh, in which just to, to let that all go. One of the elements of Journey Dance is that there aren't mirrors. So you're not looking at yourself in the mirror and comparing yourself to someone else. And there's no choreography, as I mentioned before. So it's not about being right. 
And it's not about being wrong. It's just about being you. And I found it to be an exhilarating and um, transformative experience. And I've gone for teacher training. And I'm now a journey dance guide. And I teach a couple times a month in Manhattan. And if anyone's interested in learning more about journey dance, email me at that Baruch College email address, and I'll happily give you more information about it. That looks like an amazing experience. And in DMIT, I know dance, or when you talk about dancing, whether it's a wedding or an event, people get tense and start to climb up. <laughs> I don't know how to dance, you know, and it's really an right. interesting topic. But like Jenna said, no choreography, no mirrors. Don't be afraid. Almost like jumping in if you're starting a business or starting something new, you don't have to be afraid. So that's one thing I definitely recommend connecting with Janet on. Looks like an amazing experience and I, I uh, will definitely check it out myself as well. Wonderful. Awesome, Janet. Well, I want to thank you again for coming on the show and uh, you provide a tremendous value for our listeners. And I just want to say that we'll send you your uh, lightning round prize, which you did win. So congrats again. And we'll send that to you a little bit later on and we'll connect after the show. But want to say thank you again take care and we'll chat soon thank you so much and we're very proud to have you as an alum of Baruch College same here <laughs>